Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series by H2 Tech, the Hydrogen Technology Journal from Gulf Energy Information. My name is Tyler Campbell, Managing Editor for H2 Tech, and your host for this week's H2 Tech Talk. Today, we will be going over an article from the Q3 2022 issue of H2 Tech titled, The Future of Aviation Fuel, Are We on the Right Track? This article was written by Torquilde Ria Nursten, the Chairman and Market Lead for Hydrogen at Ria Nursten New Energy AS. However, before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please share and subscribe for more expert discussions on the global hydrogen sector. Now, let's talk H2. The future of aviation fuel. Are we on the right track? There is no doubt that the aviation industry has revolutionized travel by significantly reducing travel times between destinations. However, with increased air travel comes additional climate effect. For example, the global aviation sector emits about 1 billion tons per year of CO2, or carbon dioxide. In addition, studies on condensation trails, those line-shaped clouds produced by aircraft engine exhaust, shows that they are contributing to global warming. The emissions from aviation represents about 3 to 4% of the negative climate changes from human activities and are equivalent to the emissions of 500 million fossil fuel-powered cars. The Clean Sky Joint Undertaking Program, or CSJU, a public-private partnership between the European Commission and the European Aeronautics Industry, and other programs focused on efficiency improvements and the blending of new fuels such as biofuels, sustainable aviation fuel, or SAF, and synthetic fuel. However, these fuels are expensive, and the implementation and utilization of these new fuels has been slow, as the availability of sustainable sources are limited. For example, biofuels represent only approximately 1% of total air fuel. There seems to be a weak sense of urgency in the aviation industry for solving emissions challenges. Hydrogen is aviation fuel. In the future, global hydrogen production will increase and hydrogen is expected to be available in sufficient volumes for the decarbonization of multiple sectors. Hydrogen can be produced emissions-free in centralized natural gas plants with carbon capture and storage, or CCS, or in a decentralized electrolyzer plants from water and renewable power. Airbus and other aviation companies have started to develop large airplanes with liquid hydrogen as fuel. The plan is to store liquid hydrogen in the aircraft as fuel for modified jet engines. Other concepts are based on electric motors using batteries or fuel cells, but these are not technically feasible for large airplanes. For a large airplane that needs more than 50,000 horsepower for liftoff, turbines fueled with hydrogen and or ammonia seem to be the logical choice. The development of turbines that use hydrogen and ammonia as feedstock is ongoing in other sectors as well, and these turbines are likely to be available in three to five years. Numerous studies and projects performed by the author's company and other demonstrate that the hydrogen can be transported efficiently as compressed gas in pipelines, but not in tanks as liquefied or compressed hydrogen. The transportation and storage of compressed hydrogen in tanks at 300 bars or 700 bars are very inefficient and costly. 
While transportation and storage of liquid hydrogen at negative 253 degrees Celsius is very complex and is probably unrealistic for distribution to the world's airports. Is clean ammonia more realistic? Hydrogen can be efficiently transported as compressed gas in pipelines or as ammonia by ships or trucks. The expanding pipeline infrastructure for hydrogen will facilitate the decarbonization of many sectors, but will not be sufficient to reach the world's airports. However, ammonia is, traded, is a traded commodity and the global ammonia infrastructure is well developed. Ammonia is far less explosive than hydrogen, but it is toxic and must be handled safely by professionals. It is easy to transport in large quantities and it exists in a liquid phase at atmospheric pressure and at negative 33 degrees Celsius or at room temperature and 10 bar pressure. A fleet of marine vessels already exist in global ammonia training, transporting approximately 20 million tons per year of ammonia around the world, with many ports having installed ammonia receiving and storage facilities. The ammonia can then be shipped by trucks, pipelines, or marine vessels to demand centers. An alternative path for low carbon aviation. Global ammonia distribution and storage infrastructure will be expanded, partly due to the demand for clean fuel for marine shipping. Presently, there is a strong trend for redesigning and modifying marine vessel engines to accommodate ammonia as fuel. Several companies are actively researching and developing technologies for this transition. Emissions from the shipping sector produce approximately 1 billion tons per year of CO2, about the same as from the aviation sector. To reduce the marine sector's emissions to zero will require about 500 million tons per year of ammonia. In 2021, a group led by Reaction Engines presented a concept for ammonia fuel jet engines. Recently, NASA, Boeing, and the University of Central Florida presented a program for the development of similar technologies. These concepts for the use of ammonia are based on loading ammonia into aircraft fuel tanks, cracking some of the ammonia into hydrogen, and feeding the mixture to modified jet engines. The heat from the combustion is used for the cracking process. For this to be a sustainable solution, the ammonia production must be clean, with little or zero greenhouse gas emissions. The primary goal is that no CO2 will be emitted from the production or from the use of ammonia in jet turbines. Nitrogen oxide, or NOx, emissions from turbines must be controlled, and the safety aspects of toxic ammonia should be handled. Large-scale emissions-free ammonia production. Several large projects are emerging to produce low-carbon ammonia from natural gas. The high production capacity of such plants will typically be 10 to 100 times larger than from water, clean power electrolyzer plants, and the production cost is less than half. Large-scale ammonia synthesis based on clean hydrogen from natural gas and nitrogen from an air separation unit, or ASU, is available. The author's company has developed an emissions-free proprietary process to produce hydrogen and ammonia from natural gas with CCS. The technology is based on proven processes such as autothermal reforming, or ATR, fed by oxygen from an ASU, a palladium membrane or pressure swing absorption, PSA, for hydrogen separation, and the cryogenic separation of CO2. This process solution has been further developed to an ultra-high CO2 capture rate of nearly 100%.
and is independent of clean power input. Additionally, the process can be tailor-made to fit a client's project needs. And this shows that the world-scale emissions-free hydrogen ammonia plants can be built now. Hopefully the aviation industry will include clean ammonia in its development strategy as an alternative path for low carbon aviation. It is urgent to address and solve the many challenges of reaching our global climate goals today. We hope you enjoyed the newest installment of H2 Tech Talk. If so, please remember to share and subscribe. And thanks for stopping by.